Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
עלינו לשבח לדון הכל, לתת גדולה ליוצר בראשית, שלא עשנו כגויי ארצות, ולא שמנו כמשפחות אדמה, שלא שם חלקנו כהן, וגורלנו ככל המונם, שהם משתחווים לאבל בריק, ומתפללים אל אלוהי הושיע. ואנחנו קוראים, משתחווים ומועדים, לפני מלך מלכי המלכים. תאי לא 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 הקדוש ברוך
Oh, yeah. 
כבר שנים רבות, בן שבעים אומות, כל כך הרבה דאגות. ובעת הזאת, אין מה לעשות, זעקות ותפילות. ומי יציל את העיר הזאת, מי מביט על כל העולם? השם ישמור, במלחמה ושלום, השם ישמור, בסוף נשוב פה לחלום, כי אין לנו מקום אחר, מה שלא יהיה אני אומר, השם ישמור, במלחמה ושלום, השם ישמור, בסוף נשוב פה לחלום, כי אין לנו מקום אחר, מה שלא יהיה אני אומר, השם ישמור. השנים חולפות, גם עברו תקופות, וארוכים הלילות. מבקשים להיות, מנסים לראות, מסתתר לגלות. ומי יציל את העיר הזאת, מי מביט על כל העולם? השם ישמור, במלחמה ושלום, השם ישמור, בסוף נשוב פה לחלום, כי אין לנו מקום אחר, מה שלא... השם ישמור, במלחמה ושלום, השם ישמור, בסוף נשוב פה לחלום, כי אין לנו מקום אחר. השם ישמור, במלחמה ושלום, השם ישמור, בסוף נשוב פה לחלום. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. It's Thursday. How's everybody doing? Kobe Brummer with Hashem Yishmar. You heard Shomer done by uh, Simcha Liner, Eitan Katz, Anila Dodi. Aleinu, that was Yitzchak Fuchs. Zusha had Binyan Ariel. Atata, Avremel, Avram Fried. Up Like a Lion, that's our friend Aryeh Kunstler. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday on this March 18th, day five in the month of Nisan. Let me make sure I'm right. Is today five? <laughs> I've become very suspect of my uh, keeping up with the Hebrew calendar, with the Jewish calendar. Uh, yeah, it's the fifth. <laughs> it's the fifth of Nisan, the year 5781. Tough Shin Pei Aleph. 
Uh, 45 degrees, 83% humidity, winds are east at 3 miles per hour. Periods of rain today, lots of rain with a high of 48. Looks like we're going to be deluged by rain in the New York area. Uh, Tonight, some rain, some snow, and a low of 32. And tomorrow morning, clouds, afternoon sun, and a high Friday. A long Friday, by the way, because now in the United States, we're on daylight saving time. A high Friday, 43 degrees. Yushalayim is at 56. We're at 45 here in New York as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Uh, Israel will go to DST, Daylight Saving Time. Israel will go on the 26th of the month, right? Yeah. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Hagadol. Eight days from now, Israel will go to Daylight Savings Time. So right now, it's a six-hour difference with Israel. And... um, and eventually, a few days from now, it'll be a seven-hour difference again between the Eastern Time Zone and Israel. All right. So that's the story. Another big day here at JM and the AM, although I don't know how we're going to top yesterday's conversation with Rabbi Grossman. That I don't know. <laughs> I, I would I would assume our friends at Art Scroll are feeling the love from our listeners because if you heard that conversation yesterday, I don't know how you could resist buying the book, frankly. It is an unbelievable book. And the stories are... Rem- and yeah, that's... You know, nothing against Rabbi Seltzer. He's a great author. But the story... It's the stories. The, the man, the personality, what he's done, which is just unbelievable. And um, yeah, so it's a great book. Done by a really, really good author, uh, but the stories can't be topped. I'm sure even Rabbi Seltzer would say that. That when you have material like this to work with, it just you know flies onto and then off of the page. Anyway, bottom line is um, yesterday was quite a day here at JM and the AM. If you haven't gotten the book yet, it's called Living Legend. Go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio and buy yourself a bunch of those books. It's for all ages, by the way. I mean, it's, it's you know, everybody can get into this. And the fact that we had Rabbi Grossman on live yesterday was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I, I loved sharing with him how I remember him in my, in my high school many, many, many years ago. <laughs> and we even sang the song that he, that he taught us that day. Anyway. Thanks to everybody for the compliments and the comments regarding uh, yesterday's uh, conversation. It was really, really something. <sighs> so today, uh, what's happening at JM and the AM? What is going on on today's show, you might be asking? Well, as you know, I have been on a, uh, I have been obsessed with a recent uh, campaign, a recent effort. Many of you are aware of this at this point, and not only are you aware of it, many of you have have joined me in trying to think of and then implement creative ways to be helpful to people uh, before Yontif. I have accepted the uh, de facto chairmanship of this campaign. I've accepted the... uh, the mantle, if you will, of um, this 
amazing chesed initiative, which we are calling, we are calling it, it takes two. Because what we're trying to do, and again, the, the, the real chairman of this, the person who started this whole thing, who does not want his name mentioned on the air, uh, the real chairman of this whole thing, um, coming out of COVID and, you know, and, and getting back to the way life needs to be, he felt that doing ra- random acts, doing random acts of chesed for people uh, before Yuntif, and then when they thank you, instead of instead of saying you're welcome, or instead of saying pay it forward for someone else down the road, or anything like that, he he asked that the message be go do something similar for someone else before Yuntif. That's the response. That's a, and in this way we'll keep spreading this whole attitude. And it could be anything, and I've given a million examples, and later on this morning we'll have a chance to talk about this again, and I'll give more examples. I mean, I'm obsessed with the examples, frankly. I'm obsessed with the with all the, the, the different things that people are suggesting people do. Uh, some that do cost money, others that don't, frankly. Um, so that whole thing about, you know, what people are suggesting has been a big thing for me. Um, anyway, so with all this in mind, we have a couple of chesed conversations coming up later today. The first is one of my favorites of the year, and that is my conversation with New Jersey NCSY, because everyone out there, I hope you have a great time at Great Adventure. I really do. Uh, I remember going to Great Adventure with the NCSY a long, long, long time ago, and we had a blast, and we looked forward to it as kids. We had a great time. And even as adults and as young parents, uh, we had a great time going and seeing everybody and, you know, being part of a big community. And, and now we crave that like crazy coming out of COVID. So I hope everybody has a great time at Six Flags. Go to uh, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. Get your tickets. Get ready. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, but we're going to discuss with Rabbi Wialgis in addition to... Um, people purchasing tickets and supporting NCSY, that people can opt to buy tickets for underprivileged families and children who would not be able to spend $37.50 on a ticket to Great Adventure. They have a car. You know, they have a car. They're able to get there. But, you know, when you have a family of five, six, seven traveling down, um, or up, or whatever, whatever direction they're going in, it, it's it's impossible for them to afford, and you know they're not going to have a real cholamoid activity as a family to enjoy. So we recommend that people buy tickets and then tell Rabbi Wialgis and his staff at NCSY make sure these go to families that need it, that families that would never be able to even think about going to Six Flags. So that's Chesed number one today. Then I was told that our wonderful friend David Sable, and I don't even know if David, he must have been on this show. In 37 years, I can't imagine he has not been on this show. But that notwithstanding, um, he's going to join us today. David Sable is an influential international figure. But today he's coming on as a balabas, like me. And he and I are going to talk about 
spreading the word and uh, and you know we're going to talk about kindness endorphins. We probably won't use that term, <laughs> but we'll talk about how valuable it is to the receiver and to the giver to be kind to people and to uh, spread the chesed, especially this time of year. So all that is coming up later today here at JM and the AM. Don't touch that dial. Stick with us. Help us spread the word far and wide about doing good things, please. As Yanta Fast approaches, you realize we're searching for the Chumets a week from tonight? We're searching for the Chumets a week from tonight. Tuesday, Aaron's Casino Farms presents the OU panel discussion regarding Pesach products. Um, I mean, we've got a... A stellar panel like we have every single year. We have an incredible panel. Um, that's not a uh, that's not a joke. I'm being serious. Uh, we always have a, a an amazing panel uh, who are going to be joining us. Uh, Rabbi Gersten's going to be on, and Rabbi Schoenfeld is going to be on, and uh, Ronnie and Larry from J Drugs will have the answers to all your medication questions. It's all happening Tuesday. Sponsored by Aaron's Casino Farms, the incredible Pesach Superstore. The the incredible kosher superstore that has transformed into a Pesach Superstore on Casino Boulevard in Queens. Where I have been way too often over the last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's happening Tuesday. We're getting close to Pesach. Have you thought about who might need some financial assistance? Have you thought about who might appreciate, you know, dinner sent to their house next week when their kitchen is already pacelectic and they have to and they have to feed their children? Have you thought about who would appreciate if you paid their dry cleaning bill and they walked into the dry cleaner and it's taken care of Erevyantif? Have you thought about who might need a little bit of that pressure of pre Pesach alleviated? Have you thought about who would appreciate if a box of chocolate or a box of or, or a bottle of Kushla Pesach wine was left on their doorknob? With a note, you know, have a great yunt of thinking of you. Have you thought about those who are going to be lonely over Pesach? It's, it's you know, three long days. First days of Yuntif, you know, Erev Yuntif and then Yuntif, three long days. Have you thought about, you know, maybe sending over something, a book or something that could help, you know, pass the time? This is a great idea. If you know somebody who's alone over Yuntif who likes to read, send them this book. The book about Rabbi Grossman, it's 480 pages. It's a tremendous page-turner. It's called Living Legend. Send it to them. They'll say to you, you know what? It, it was getting difficult on the third day. It's hard to be alone. Even if you're eating meals out, it's hard to be alone. But you helped me, you know, you helped me pass the time with a really interesting life lesson from this book. Anyway, you know the script, everybody. You know it at this point. You know it. Now just a matter of following it. Now just, just execute it. Just execute it. Just do it. Just do it. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM at a quarter before 7 o'clock. Thanks so much for tuning in and being part of this precious community. Baruch Levine, JM in the AM.
אז זהו, אין הפסקה, אנחנו מוכנים להמשיך, נכון? עד היום היה לו את המה מה מה ונו נו נו ועכשיו לי 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 אבל די 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 זה השיר הגדול של האלבום האחרון בואו נקבל שוב אל הבמה יעקב שוויקי קיסריה Yaakov Shweki wrapping up the hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the Nahum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Before that, Lev Yatan at Bowie V'Shalom. You heard Baruch Levine with Kulanu off of Sheer Volume Number 3. Oh, yeah. Thursday morning, Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p- 1 p.m. newscast for a Thursday's next. Spoke your toe from JM in the end. Galitzal Hashaachat, Baulpan, Ehud Graf, in Mashakorayachav. Netune Hakorona had Kaniim. 
מקדם ההדבקה ממשיך לרדת ועומד כעת על 0.68. ממונה הקורונה, הפרופסור נחמן אש, מתייחס להחלטת בג"ץ אמש על פתיחת השמיים, ואומר לקרן מרציאנו ולאודי סגל, אין כרגע תוכנית מסודרת לאכיפת הבידודים לשבים לארץ. כל הזמן אומרים משרד הבריאות צריך להציג פתרון. לא בטוח שמשרד הבריאות צריך להציג פתרון אכיפה. יש גורמי אכיפה, משרד ביטחון פנים, רשות זאת הרפואה אמורה לנהל את התהליך. בסופו של דבר, משרד הבריאות שמתעסק בבריאות. בתוך כך, סגן שר הבריאות יואב קיש מהליכוד מגיב על ההחלטה. ואומר ביומן הצהריים כי אסור לנהל את ענייני הקורונה בתחומי בית המשפט. עוד אמר קיש כי בעיניו בג"ץ הפעיל שיקול מוטעה כאשר ביקש להפעיל את תנועת השמיים ללא הגבלות מיוחדות. אביעד משה, המואשם בניסיון רצח של אשתו לשעבר שירה איסקוב, הביע התנצלות על מעשיו בפתח מתן עדותו בבית המשפט. מדווח כתבנו רמי שני. אביעד משה הביע לראשונה התנצלות על הפגיעה באשתו שירה איסקוב. בפתח עדותו הבוקר בבית המשפט המחוזי בבאר שבע, בו הוא מואשם בניסיון רצח, חבלה בנסיבות מחמירות ופגיעה בקטין חסר ישע, אמר משה, שירה לא כאן, רציתי לפתוח בהתנצלות. אני אביע פה את ההתנצלות ואת שברון הלב. אני מצטער ומביע את כל החרטה בפני שירה ובני משפחתה, וכמובן בפני בני משפחתי. מותו של הנער בן ה-14 אשר נדקר על ידי אביו הלילה בקריית גת. עמית מלול, שכנתה של המשפחה, סיפרה ביומן הצהריים על תחושותיה בעקבות האירועים הקשים. משפחה רגילה לכל דבר, משפחה מאוד נורמטיבית. כל פעם שרואים בבוקר, תמיד יש בוקר טוב, חגים, אנשים ממש טובים. באמת משפחה מאוד מקסימה, מאוד טובה. היינו איתם באמת ככה בקשרי שכנות מאוד טובים. ברוסיה מגיבים לאמירותיו של נשיא ארצות הברית ג'ו ביידן נגד הנשיא הרוסי פוטין, לאחר שביידן כינה אותו רוצח והאשים את פוטין בהתערבות בבחירות לנשיאות. מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ, מיכל גלנץ. הקרמלין מסר לאחר התייעצות עם שגרירם בוושינגטון כי אמירותיו של נשיא ארצות הברית ג'ו ביידן הראו בבירור כי ביידן כלל לא מעוניין לבנות קשרים עם מוסקבה, וכי רוסיה תתחשב בכך כעת. דובר הקרמלין דמיטרי פסקוב הגדיר את ההערות כרעות מאוד וחסרות התקדים, ומסר לעיתונאים כי רוסיה תנתח מחדש את גישתה ליחסים עם וושינגטון, ומצפה להסברים. מוסטפא חמד, הנער בן ה-12 שנורה בשבוע שעבר בג'לג'וליה ונפצע באורח קשה, שוחרר הבוקר מבית החולים מאיר בליווי משפחתו. בצאתו מבית החולים ליוו את חמד חברי קבוצת המנהיגות הצעירה של ג'לג'וליה, אליה הוא משתייך. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לענייני החברה הערבית, דורון קדוש. מזג האוויר, היום יהיה מעונן חלקית ותחול ירידה בטמפרטורות. ייתכן טפטוף עד גשם מקומי קל בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה. אלה החדשות שעורכת עמית נגבי.
In the AM, a couple of Vahisha Umdas. First, the New York Boys Choir, then Mordechai Shapiro. Thursday morning, JM in the AM. Hello, hello. Don't forget, you can keep it here all day long for amazing programming. In fact, I do recommend that you keep it here all day long for amazing programming. Dr. Faye Walkenfeld of Turo College is going to join us later in this show. Rabbi Ari Wialgis of New Jersey NCSY. David Sable is going to check in, as I said earlier. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock, an in-depth look at Fake It Till You Make It. 9.30, it's uh, Michael Fragan with Melissa Weiss, managing editor of Jewish Insider. At 10 o'clock, the 200th episode of Jew in the City Speaks. Allison is Rabbi Shlomo Pill, rabbi and law professor at Emory, discussing baking and eating soft matzah for Pesach. Uh, Miriam Alwalek with That's Life at 10.30, live here from our New York City studios. Live lunch, live here from our New York City studios at 11. And uh, tonight, the Erev Shabbos show, presented by our amazing friends at Kedem and hosted by Mark Zamek. 
It's a show that airs at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and 10 a.m. tomorrow. And it's always tailor-made for this specific Erev Shabbos, which is amazing. I don't know how Mark does it, but it's amazing. Uh, so that's coming up at 7 p.m. tonight. Make sure to be tuned in as you prepare for Shabbos. You'll be glad you did. You'll say to yourself, wow, what a smart move that I listened to Nahum and never touched that dial. What a smart move. <laughs> By the way, I have four A&H salamis on my porch hanging. Four. <laughs> I figured it's a, a perfect um, afternoon snack for Shabbos HaGadol. Perfect afternoon snack for the first day of Yontif. Perfect afternoon snack for the second day of Yontif. And then you know you never know when you may need another one. <laughs> so thank you A&H, where 92% of their products are Kashula Pesach. And where they have amazing salamis and hot dogs and corned beef and pastrami, everything you need for Pesach, it's there. A&H, Abel's and Hyman, just find it in your supermarket. I don't know how you could prepare or shop for Pesach without getting some A&H. After all, I got mine at Aaron's Casino Farms, and their Pesach Superstore is going to bring you our big Erev Pesach uh, Pesach product show this coming Tuesday here at JM and the AM with Rabbi Gersten, Rabbi Schoenfeld, um, Ronnie and Larry from J Drugs with your medication questions. If you have a question you want to get it to us now, no problem. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Make sure to put the word Pesach in the subject line, NahumandNahumSiegel.com. Everything at Artscroll.com, whenever you purchase anything at Artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO. But I just, again, have to uh, advise, strongly advise, that you get the book Living Legend, brand new, about the incredible Rabbi Yitzchak David Grossman, who was with us via telephone from Israel yesterday. Rabbi Grossman is amazing. He really is amazing. Um, Living Legend is the name of the book. Rabbi Grossman of Migdal HaEmek. Anyway, when you buy that or Rabbi Spiro's brand new book or any of the brand new books uh, or any book from Art Scroll, uh, always use promo code radio. You get your massive discount and you get free shipping. Always use promo code radio at um, artscroll.com. Yes, yes, yes. Later on this morning, Rabbi Wealgis will join us. If you don't have your NCSY Great Adventure tickets yet for Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, Cholomoid, go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. Again, that's ncsygreatadventure.com. And uh, we'll speak to him coming up here at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to that conversation. We'll see if we can uh, toss in as many chesed opportunities as possible into that conversation. I think we should be able to. I would certainly suspect so. Uh, more coming up. Mordechai Ben David is next. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Oilum, 
Ahmad, Ma Pikesh Lovin Arami, what Lovin Arami tried to do to Klai Yisrael, Shabikesh Liakores Akol, he tried to uproot everything against Klai Yisrael, but throughout the generations, there always was another Lovin, another Haman, another Russia who tried to destroy Klai Yisrael.
in the AM. You did Nefesh. That is a uh, a selection from um, Except Saturday here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, where's my list? There we go. Uh, before that, Miami with Vahisha Amda by request on our app. Mordechai and David's Die. Thursday morning, JM in the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechenishmas Harav Zebin of Yosef Alevi, and Zechenishmas Esther Basar of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Pasuk, Aser Ta'aser, that a person should surely give Miser. The Medrash Tanchuma says, Aser Kedei Shalotis Chaser. A person should be careful. If they give Miser properly, they will have their possessions. If they are Zoche, they will go to sow and plant in their fields. They will reap a rich harvest. But if not, the one who goes out to the fields will find that they take out the anger on the individual, like Esau, as it says that Esau was the Isha Sada, Lotzu Tzayid. He went out in order to hunt. The Zarashimshan asked the question, why does the failure to take Miser anger Esau more than any other Avera, any other sin. We find that Esau used to deceive his father, specifically in the area of Miser. He would ask his father, uh, how much Maser do you have to give from straw or salt? These are items that one does not have to give any Miser at all from. Why specifically did Esau choose the mitzvah of Miser? We know that the greatest Matana that Hashem gave to Avram Avinu and all his children and all the generations was Eretz Yisroel. At the time, the Canaanim had a stronghold there. However, Hashem promised to take them out and give it to Bnei Yisrael. The Zerashimshan observes that one who wants to merit the Matana of Eretz Yisrael has to fully acknowledge that Hashem is the owner of the land. Esau 
had wanted to be Zoha to Eretz Yisrael. He wanted his father to give him a chilek, and therefore he specifically addressed that mitzvah, which has a manifestation of the acknowledgement of Hashem's dominion. But when Bnei Yisrael don't give Miser, then Esav is angered, because then we are not any better than he is. We're no more deserving of the land than Esav. Because of that, this particularly stirs the wrath of Esav. The great Hasidic master Rav Nachman of Breslov said that when a person gives money or miser, they have the power to change Midas Adin to Midas Arachamim, the divine attribute of strict justice to the divine attribute of mercy. Avraham was lifted above the Mazalos and shown that his offspring were rooted in Sedek. Avraham Avinu knew that through acts of tzedakah and chesed, he could temper the justice and draw tzedakah, righteousness and loving kindness, to his entire family. Tzedek, with a hay added, becomes tzedakah. And so too, Avram had the hay added to his name, Avraham. May all of Klal Yisrael be zoche, through chesed and tzedakah, to Besurus Tavos Yeshuas Vedechamos. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Brand new Ruvain Garber. It's called Ivdu. Thursday morning, we had a great conversation with him last week. The new music alert day with Ruvain Garber. Check out the archives at NahumSiegel.com or the NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NahumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Feel free. Love your comments. 45 degrees, lots of rain today here in New York. Temperature, uh, high temperature at 48. Tomorrow, some clouds in the morning and afternoon sun. High Arab Shabbos, 43. Long Friday tomorrow. We're on daylight savings time here. Israel goes to daylight savings time. And again, it'll be a seven-hour difference between us and Israel. Um, Erev Shabbos Hagadol. That's when it happens. Eight days from now. Erev Shabbos Hagadol. Israel will, quote-unquote, change the clock. Rabbi Wialgus is going to join us from NCSY. Looking forward to that uh, conversation. David Sable is going to join us with a couple of words about our Chesed campaign that I have the honor of chairing. Whoa. What was that? There we go. Um, we'll sp- oh, we'll, we have a fun. Well, I shouldn't say fun. That's not fair. We have a really important conversation uh, coming up with Dr. Faye Walkenfeld. Yantif and Pesach in particular is complicated. And this year it could be more complicated because there'll probably be more people at the Seder. <laughs> we'll speak with uh, Dr. Walkenfeld coming up later in the show. <laughs> yeah. Things never get – there are always challenges, no matter what the situation is. There are always challenges, that's for sure. Uh, this coming Tuesday, Aaron's Casino Farms presents our OU Pesach product show. It happens at 7.30 this coming Tuesday with our full panel. If you have a question that you'd like to send us in advance, nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum at nachumsegel.com. And all you got to do is um, put Pesach in the uh, subject line. All right, put Pesach in the subject line. Simple as that. It's that time of year again, tax time. Are you ready? Isn't it about time you went to a firm that does more than taxes? Rosenbaum Financial Services. Is that firm? Taxes play an integral role in all of life circumstances. Rosenbaum Financial Services identifies planning opportunities based on information within your return. To learn more, visit taxcpa2.com, taxcpa2.com, or call 1-800-829-2722. And don't forget our friend Ralph at uh, Rosenbaum Financial Services is willing to send you, no obligation, research on the dirty dozen tax scams to watch out for. If you'd like that article or any other materials, you could email him, ralph at taxcpa2.com, ralph at taxcpa2.com. All righty, there you go. JM in the AM, Maishi Tischler next. Um, and plenty more coming up, including our conversation about uh, Six Flags on Cholamoid, all happening here at JM in the AM.
יקר כבן יקר, כל אחד יודע שאנו מכירים כל מה שמקבלים. שכל מתנה, כל בוקר מודים על כל הניסים, מה שרואים וגם הנסתרים, כל אחד מפלל, כל אחד מהלל. מודה מודה אני, מודה מודה אני. תשיב בי את הרוח, תוריד ממני את הגשם. היה לי ים זמן לנוח, התרגלתי קצת בעצם, ובמרחב הפתוח, רואים באופק את השמש, אין ספק אני בטוח, בסוף עוד תתבהר הדרך. פתח לנו שערי אמונה, שערי הבנה, שאין לנו מלך, אלא אתה. סיבת הסיבות, עילת העילות, נורא תהילות, ורק לך נאה להודות על כל הימים וכל הלילות. Thank 
הולך לנו שערי החלה, שערי ההתחלה, כי אין לנו מלך, אלא אתה. סיבת הסיבות, עילת העילות, נורת העילות, ורק לך Ishai Rebo, Sibat Hasibot, here at JM and the AM. I'm over-anxious to get to my conversation with Rabbi Wialgus. I'll tell you why. I mean, number one, uh, NCSY, Great Adventure, and New Jersey NCSY is such a big part of our annual Chesed initiative. But this year, as you know, we've stepped it up. The Chesed initiative is going... All over the place, people are thinking of, a, of creative ways to help families and individuals before Pesach. And Rabbi Wialgis has hinted to me off the air that he has a great story on the topic of chesed for underprivileged families that has to do with us. So I am over-anxious to speak with him here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Aryeh Wialgis, the director of the New Jersey region of NCSY, Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nara. Rabbi, are you there? Hello? I'm here. Can you ah, hear me? Now we hear you, yes. I hear you loudly. <laughs> I hear you loudly and clearly. And here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run through all the information. I'll take about forty five seconds and then we can talk about Chesed. How's that? <laughs> Amazing. And thank you for having me once again. A pleasure. All right, in all seriousness. Uh, we got to give it more than 45 seconds. In all seriousness, we've been telling our listeners all week, this is an important fundraiser for NCSY. NCSY Great Adventure, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And by the way, you know, we have to realize Six Flags could have stayed closed, especially with the early Pesach. They could have opened up, you know, for the summer. They could have opened up when things really open up in the state of New Jersey. It's a lucky break for our families, Baruch Hashem. That, that they are open for the week of Pesach, right? Absolutely. You know, we, we were not sure initially that we were going to be able to do it this year. Uh, even Sukkot, we were thinking, hoping, uh, you know, but the way the numbers were and the way Six Flags were, we weren't ready to, to pull it. They weren't ready to do it. And it could have been the same for, for Pesach. Right. And we're, we're really happy. It's going to be the first week that they're open this season. Uh, and we are their first group of, of the year. And it's... Uh, we're really lucky and fortunate that we're able to provide it once again to the community and to be able to to run Six Flags. Yeah, and on, honestly, honestly, I think families and kids are going to be desperate to get there. I think people are going to be a lot more comfortable spending the day outdoors. That's number one. And the temperature, by the way, for that week, for the end of March, looks pretty reasonable. 
Uh, and on top of that, I think people are just anxious to see other people in the community and to reunite with friends that they may not have seen since camp or, or, or since two summers ago in camp. I mean, you get my point. I just think that the whole community is going to have this, this pent-up desire to get out and enjoy. And are, are there any, uh, obviously, masks, social distancing, we get all that, and I'm sure the rides will be done a certain way. We get all that, and I don't think anybody's questioning that or it's going to prevent anyone from going. But aside from that, you're open for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Cholamoid. Is there a limit? Does Tuesday get sold out at a point? Or basically, if someone buys a ticket at ncsygreatadventure.com, they could choose to come any one of those days. It's a great question, and, and we're actually anticipating uh, you know, this being something that we need to communicate clearly because, like you said, so many people are interested in a safe but fun and wholesome, typical Cholomite experience. And right. Flag provides that by being outdoors, by you know, inquiring masks and social distancing when you're not eating. Uh, these are things that, that make it a perfectly safe and 100% legally and appropriately compliant. Right. Um, but one of the things that we're doing is when you buy a ticket, you have to buy it online. Right. Uh, and when you buy the ticket, you're going to make a reservation for the time that you want to come. Oh. So that way we're able to stagger everyone coming and making sure that we never go over, you know, a certain amount of people to make sure that it's, you know, not at full capacity and safe. And it's possible. We do anticipate that the earlier days in the morning will be sold out pretty quickly and pretty soon. Uh, So buy your tickets as soon as you can to make sure you get the time slot that you want. But we know we'll have more than enough space for everyone who wants to come over the three days. Right. All right. So in other words, I mean, we know after a three-day Shabbos Yontif, people are going to be you know, anxious to get out there Tuesday morning. But what you're saying is if, God forbid, that Tuesday morning slot ends up being sold out, that you'll have opportunities for people to use those tickets other days and other times. Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday right. morning, Thursday afternoon. Once you're in the park, you can be there all day. Right, understood. All right, uh, Rabbi Weogas is with us, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. The theme park tickets are $37.5 each. For 2021, frankly, that is a good price, as as much as some people in the audience find that hard to believe. It really is a very good price. Uh, you buy your ticket online. Um, so two things, I mean, the only two real things that people need to keep in mind, number one, they buy it online, and you're saying that if I would go through with the process right now on the link, it would offer me um, uh, choices in terms of what time slot I wanted? Yeah, it okay. will offer you an arrival time every 15 minutes, a different arrival time, okay, and you good. can choose... Uh, whatever works best for you and your family. Okay, good. And the second thing is that the point you just made, that people may wait a, a little longer than they usually do in a typical year to buy tickets because they just want to make sure that they know, you know that there's a consensus in the family about when they're going. So people should really sit down uh, maybe over this weekend with their family and just decide, you want to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, early, late, et cetera, and then get on uh, uh, you know, over the weekend onto the website and buy those tickets. Those are really the two considerations. Um, one of the things people are concerned about, especially these days, is will food be available? Because obviously some people avoid the whole food thing because of the situation. But you nonetheless, with your friends at, and our friends at Riverdale Kosher Market, are making food available for purchase both Tuesday and Wednesday with a limited menu availability on a Thursday. And, and that's obviously uh, a very welcome uh, piece 
of all of this for families because there's no food uh, allowed in the park. You can't bring in your own food, and it's Pesach. You want to make sure to get something for the family and not have to and not have to cut your visit to to Great Adventure short in order to feed everybody. So Baruch Hashem, you're able to provide a concession there. Yeah, it'll be full menu, delicious food. I, I actually just saw the menu this morning from that. It will be. Uh, we want to make sure it's the full Pesach experience that you've come to know and enjoy. Uh, we're spreading the food out across the park instead of one concentrated area, right? So that people can spread out while they're while they're eating and make sure that social distancing is kept. Uh, and it's going to be a really special and amazing day, and we're so happy that we're able to provide it for broader community. Everybody, Arya Wialgus is with us, and people will be coming from far and wide. I mean, people, you're, you attract, you know, you well, you know it. You attract people not just from New Jersey, but Massachusetts, Maryland, New York, and all the places in between who want to, you know, take a nice Holomoid road trip and end up at a, at a fun location. Uh, the, the Wild Safari is open from 10 to 3, everybody, and you can bundle your tickets to add on the safari to the theme park. All the details are there. Everything I've discussed with Rabbi Wialgus is there at ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com, and you can also call his office and literally ask them a question if you have one. 201-862-0250, But again, once you start buying the tickets, all everything in terms of reservations, time slots, parking pass, because you need a parking pass beforehand to buy beforehand, and how to go about you know printing out your ticket, all that stuff will be obvious from a simple yet comprehensive website, uh, ncsygreatadventure.com. So you'll you'll have a uh, a uh, pretty easy experience when you purchase your tickets on the web. And again, any questions, all you got to do is call the New Jersey NCSY office. Rabbi Wialgis, we're going to do the Chesed component in a second, but I got to be fair to you. Um, this is a great fundraiser for NCSY. We love New Jersey NCSY. You know that. We've had an amazing relationship with them for the last 30 plus years. Uh, tell us what this is supporting. How much have your chapters, even during COVID, have your chapters and your outreach? all the way from northern New Jersey to southern New Jersey. How have they grown over the last year? You know, it's, it's really special. When COVID first hit, it was, you know, the first couple of days, obviously with everything else going on. But you take a look, you're like, how are we going to do this? We, we thrive. We rely on being in public schools, in-person interactions and Shabbos meals. And, and that entire world, you know, was taken out from underneath us and, we, we witnessed something really remarkable, and it was a, a transformation and innovation in what we could do and how we're going to go about engaging with our teens. And you know, the line I've used before is, before COVID, we did so much, and now we're doing even more. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that we're doing, I'm literally, as I'm speaking with you, driving around public school families uh, around New Jersey, we produced a monthly box engagement that gives Jewish content and engagement for the entire family uh, and partnering using the home, the families of our public school teens that we've never, we've never engaged with the parents before. We never engaged with the siblings before. It was always just the teenager in that public school. And now we're engaging with the entire family every single month uh, with programs, ideas, games, learning. Um, come every Thursday night or Tuesday night to raise the teenagers, math, this, and coming to learn Torah. Uh, it's been so remarkable to see not just the ability to continue what we were doing despite the circumstances, but to grow and to innovate and to engage meaningfully with, uh, with different teams. I remember the last time I was on with you, we were discussing the One Chavez Initiative, right. uh, where 
we brought thousands of families together for a Shabbos experience, not just teens that we always been doing, but families, thousands of families that lit Shabbos candles, that had a Shabbos meal, that learned over Shabbos, that understood the beauty of Shabbos, that put their phone away for part of Shabbos, you know, because of COVID, not despite COVID, not despite the restrictions, but because of the restrictions and our need to innovate how we engage with these teens and with the families. And it's been just so remarkable to be able to watch, uh, you know, our our work and our impact grow over the last year. And and we're really excited to take everything we've learned into the post-COVID era. We, we need to go back into the public schools, and, and we will be back there, uh, you know, the second they allow us back in. But it will be with a, a newfound ability to meaningfully interact with the entire family in, in ways that we never did before. And it's well, been so remarkable. And uh, Six Flags is what supports all of that. It's our single largest fundraiser of the year, uh, and it allows us to, to, to be able to provide that and to provide scholarships for our teens who are less fortunate. You know, yeah. summer programs that will be happening it will just be, it's so important for us. For that alone, people should go to uh, Six Flags, one of the days of Cholamoid. Rabbi Arya Wialgis is with us. And by the way, based on what the governor of the state of New Jersey has said, it looks like, you know, at some point just after the start of school in September, hopefully groups like yours will be back in the public schools. I mean, that's that's where we're heading, uh, you know, a half a year from now. That's literally a half a year from now, so we're hoping things will be back to normal. And also, folks, I just, you know, as, as I get into this conversation with Rabbi Wialgis now, about the chesed component that we've been promoting for years, and he's aboard, just like his predecessors have been, uh, keep two things in mind. You can be in direct contact with the people at New Jersey NCSY if you do want to donate tickets at 201-862-0250, 201-862-0250. You can also email New Jersey, write it out, not NJ. You want to write out the words, New Jersey at ncsy.org, New Jersey at ncsy. Org. Most of you in our audience are familiar with what I'm about to say, and that is that there are underprivileged and poor families out there who cannot afford to spend any money on anything colomoid, especially after what they've had to spend on Yunta, frankly. Um, and, and many of us know the feeling. Many of us know the feeling of having nothing to do on colomoid, and it's a really bad feeling for kids, and you can imagine how parents feel when they can't provide any type of entertainment. Uh, and fun for their family and an ability for them to see their friends, et cetera, et cetera. So years ago, we started an initiative that not only should you buy your own tickets from NCSY to head down to Great Adventure, but if you purchase tickets or inform Rabbi Wialgis and his staff with that phone number and email, if you inform them that you want to buy five tickets, ten tickets, whatever it is, for underprivileged families, and believe you me, they know who can't afford it. They know which kids in New Jersey are staying home only because of money and are not enjoying a great Cholomoyed activity. If you tell them this, they will set aside those tickets and literally give them to families who otherwise would not have a fun Cholomoyed experience. Rabbi Wialgis, I assume you are, again, 100% on board with this and that you and your staff are ready, as long as our audience keeps them busy, to distribute tickets to those families I just mentioned. Absolutely, and, and we've even added in the past year a, a link directly on that webpage on mcsygreatadventure.com. There's a link there you can click to donate tickets. What a um, second! Even without email, I gotta find this. Where is that? I gotta find this right now. Where is that? How come I don't if see? You go to ncsygreatadventure. Yeah, I'm on that site. To Believe me. Yeah, yeah. Click the three little buttons on top. You know, for the drop-down menu. 
and you'll see uh, a donate. Oh my gosh, this is great! This is great. I didn't see that menu. If you go to ncsygreatadventure.com, oh my gosh, I'm doing this now. You're you're gonna have a donation from our family before this uh, this show ends today. I, I can't believe that. it's. I cannot believe it's this easy. I cannot believe it's this easy to do this. Oh my gosh! I, I would. Oh my gosh! If I would have known about this, I would have written a paragraph for you on this page. Uh, <laughs> it's you, all. You, it's forty three dollars, folks. Forty three dollars to donate a ticket. You could donate as many as you want. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com. When you click on the top menu, the top right has a uh, three bar menu. Is probably we all just described it. It'll drop down. The word donate will appear, and then just put in as many as you want. You add it to your card and pay for it, and Robbie Wealgus will guarantee that kids and families who normally would not be able to go on a fun Colomoid trip will be able to do so this year. Thank you so much for pointing that out to us. Next year, next year, I'm gonna, next year, I'm going to yell at you to make it even more obvious. But thank you so much for pointing that. Out. Now you, now you alluded to me. You alluded to me off the air that not only can you guarantee to this audience that we could all participate in this great chesed, and you know how we are going nuts this year about doing a kind chesed for families before before Yuntif, but you alluded to me that you actually had a story to tell my listeners that involve us when it comes to one of these situations. Rabbi Wialgis, take it away. Yes, actually, uh, yesterday morning we got an email from uh, from a teenager, from a, a mother of one of our teens, and we have, you know, the teens that, that we know that we've been giving tickets to these families every year that have been so generously donated by your listeners primarily. And, and we got an email from a, from a new family asking, you know, saying that they, they couldn't afford and their, two of their children really wanted to go, and would it be possible for us to, to you know, give them a, a break or give them a ticket? And we told them that right now we, we've given out everything that's been donated so far. We'll keep them in mind. Right. Uh, less than two hours later, we got a, a new donation from someone who had never Woo! never donated tickets before. Uh, he had heard you on the air, Woo! and he sent me a, a, the following note with it. He said that when he was a teenager years ago, uh, he came home from Six Flags one year. You know, we've been doing Six Flags for, right. Long for time. about 50 years or right. so. Right. And uh, he, he came home. This must have been 30 years ago or so. He came home, and he saw his, his neighbor, his friend, you know, sitting there throwing a ball at the soup. And he asked him why he didn't go to Six Flags, like like everyone else. You know, it's the, yeah. the rite of passage for right. for Colomite right. to go to Six Flags. And his friend nonchalantly responded, yeah, we can't afford it. Yep. And he was haunted by that memory of oh. he could have given $30 and just bought the ticket. You know, that's what it cost. Yep. That. You know, yep. just just giving it to him. Oh. There, there were a hundred ways he could have arranged it. And when he heard you talking about this option, he's like, he couldn't. And he, he's, you know, 30 years he's been remembering that, that image oh. of just his friend not being able to have to call him out. You are giving, and, uh, you are giving me you are giving me chills, Rabbi Wialgis. What a tremendous chesed. I am so honored that that person referenced us when he told you that. And I'll tell you, and, and, and folks, maybe this will hit home. Maybe this will hit home. If nothing else has at this point, maybe this will hit home. There's nothing worse for a kid than showing up in school Monday morning after Pesach and everyone asks, what do you do on Cholomoid? And the answer is nothing. There's nothing worse. And I know that there are a lot, there's a lot more pain and a lot more serious situations than this in our community. Believe you me. I get it. I understand those cynics out there that, 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 point, that point out, oh, why does Nahum Siegel, you know, 
spend time, you know, raising tickets for, you know, for people to go to amusement parks. I get that. But, you know, for those who've experienced it, like this person who contacted Robbie Wagas, there's nothing worse for that kid. And imagine the the, the chasadim that, that, that this person is doing for people now before Yontif. Anyway, you just, you just made my day, Robbie Wagas. Everybody out there, two important things. Go support NCSY and have a wonderful time at Great Adventure, ncsygreatadventure.com. Click on the menu at the top of that page and hit donate and give whatever number of tickets you can to underprivileged children and families. Robbie Algus is guaranteeing us that he and his staff will distribute those tickets. Not one will go to waste. They'll distribute those tickets to families who would never go to Great Adventure. Robbie Algus, anything else you'd like to add? I, you know, thank you, and thank everyone who's who's been coming all these years who recognize the important work that we've been doing and appreciate the day a fun, hopefully a day in the sun, a fun. Uh, you know, <laughs> if the weather holds up, and 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 we we know it will. Uh, you know, but a day a day of fun and and support the the incredible work that we do. It really means every time I meet a teenager who asks, "How are we able to do it? Yeah, you know, how can we keep running yep. these programs, giving these scholarships?" and we point to the community at large who. To support us, not just in Six Flags, but but primarily from Six Flags, uh, and they're they're blown away that the community cares, cares about their Jewish education, cares about their relationship with Hashem, with Yiddishkeit, and with the Jewish community. Uh, and each and every year, both through you know general donations and support of the community and Six Flags, we're we're able to to provide wonderful experiences and and, and life changing opportunities for teenagers. And uh, despite COVID and 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 because of COVID. The, the need is greater. Our community, our teens need us more than, now more than ever. Uh, and we're, we're able to provide that thanks, thanks to you and thanks to your listeners. And I, I just want to give that thank you to everyone. And I look forward to, to personally welcoming you, you know, either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday at Six Flags. Buy your tickets online so that you can reserve a slot. And uh, it will be another wonderful holiday. com 201-862-0250. And the community at large needs some camaraderie and brotherhood and sisterhood now to get together again after this crazy year. And boy, does uh, NCSY provide that opportunity outdoors in a safe environment, this Cholomite. Rabbi Yalgis, Chag Kasher Sameach, thanks so much for joining us. You as well, Chag Kasher Sameach. Thank you so much for having me. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. <laughs> Okay, Lame Lecha Godoy de Yakov Hodoish Bashomayim Shiru shvocho, alel vezimero, 
JM in the AM. Nice selection from Ellie Marcus. And I apologize for interrupting it, but I'm on a chesed roll. I'm on a roll after that conversation with Rabbi Wialgus. And I hope you're all on a roll. For a week now, I've been the chairman, the de facto chairman. I'd never want to be a chairman of anything. <laughs> but I've become the de facto chairman of the It Takes Two campaign. And I have a special guest on the telephone line who's going to help me just encourage people to do the following. Because if you are not, fo- if you haven't been following, let me bring you up to date. All we're asking, and this was initiated by a tremendous balabas, a wonderful, regular, incredible member of the Jewish community who said we must increase the acts of chesed before Yontif. So what have we been saying? Oh, we've been, sa- we've been here's what we've been saying. We've been, you don't even have to spend money on it. Literally, if you make a, a phone call to somebody and make their, their Erev Chag, it would be sufficient. But there are people out there who are finding innovative ways of how to help people, even if they're not, you know, in, in, in dire situations, but the pressure of Yuntif gets to everybody, especially the larger families out there. So people are paying for others' dry cleaning, and people are getting gift cards at supermarkets where people shop and leaving it under their door. Or sending them a gift and saying, I hope this will enhance your yuntif. Or next week, after everybody turns over to Pesach this weekend, next week's going to be very, very hard to feed families when you have an entire week of, of dinners to prepare for your kids. So people are calling local pizza shops and having dinners delivered Wednesday night and Thursday night to different families who will appreciate it. A lot of innovation. I said just you could buy a $4 bottle of wine and leave it on someone's door and just say, I hope this will enhance your yuntif. Or I, know, I think you'll enjoy this book. Since it's a, it's a it's a long yuntif, you'll enjoy it, and it'll you know help help make the time go by, especially for people who are alone or are living alone. So I mean, there's a million different ways. And what's the point? What's the whole point here? When they thank you, you don't say pay it forward. You don't say please, you know, pay it forward. No, no, no. Pay it forward could be ten years from now. The person leading this campaign has said, when someone thanks, he said, "Don't thank me before yuntif. Do something similar for someone else." If you can afford it, make sure they have what they need for Yuntif. If you can't afford anything, you know, spend a dollar or two or just make a phone call or just make them feel good. That's what we're emphasizing. It takes two, but two, not to, not to wait years for um, for this chesed to, to be acknowledged, but immediately before Yuntif, everyone should act and do what they can. Anyway, you get my point. I've been saying this now for an entire week. And we've been getting such great reaction, people with innovative ideas, people thinking, you know, what they can do, who they can offer, who they should check with to see if they have what they need for Yuntif. People who contacted me and said, there are no poor people in my community. I said, really? There are no poor people in your community? I guarantee you anyone in your community with six, seven kids, no matter what line of work they're in, is having difficulty Arab Pesach. I mean, unless they're, you know, I mean, if they're legitimately, you know, well-funded, okay, but, you know. If someone's in Chinuch, you know, if someone's in Jewish education, they have six, seven kids, I guarantee you they'll appreciate a pizza dinner next week. Anyway, I have a special guest live via telephone who I've already kept on the phone too long without introducing him. At one time, he was the global chief executive officer at YNR, uh, chairman of YNR VML. Now he's senior advisor at WPP. But today I asked him, and he accepted this, by the way, with tremendous gratitude. I said, can we just be two balabatim 
speaking about Chesed as we get closer to Pesach, and he said, yes, a resounding yes. David Sable, an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's an honor to be here, and i got to say, first of all, you've already inspired me, because I heard this story of the tickets at Great Adventures. It is so important, and I think what you just said was so critical, because Chesed is not just giving money. Right. It is not, and it's not, you know, it's that old line, if you remember in, in, uh, in Fiddle on the Roof, the poor gave to the poor and the poor to the poor still. Right. It's not about money. It's about reaching out to people. It's about doing what you can to make people, and there's so many kids whose mental health has been so hit and hurt during this plague that it's critical, anything that you can do to reach out. But before we even begin talking, just Hakarat and Atov, I want everybody to know, all the years that I used to drive down from Riverdale <laughs> to my office and listen to you on the West Side Highway and waited always for your call-in so that Debbie and I, Debbie would call in separately and I call in separately <laughs> just so that we could support your beautiful service. I mean, I got to tell you, it always made my day. What a, I, you leave me speechless, and that's bad because there's a lot to say here. But <laughs> I, I, I got to and I thank you for that, of course. And I got to add, you know, and I don't want to harp on the tickets because there's so many other things. And obviously, there are more important things also. But, David, you just said such an important thing. All these kids that have been cooped up, do you know what a day, hours and hours in an amusement park outdoors with their friends who they haven't seen in God knows how long is going to do? Do you know what kind of chesed that is to be able to provide just that for families out there? So I, again, I don't want to harp on the ticket thing, but when you said that, I'm saying to myself, my gosh, they could run around in freedom, which I haven't done for a year. Exactly. It's just indicative of, of what can be. But let's let's talk about the core of this, yeah. right? Yeah. Why Pesach, right? This is so critical. So, you know, if if you go back to the go back to the Haggadah, right? Let's just sure. go back to what Pesach is all about. We start the Haggadah by saying Halachma Anya, right? Right. This is the bread of affliction. So we start with like what we need to do. But how quickly do we turn to the moral consequence? Right? So what does that have to do with it? It's the core of it. You can't sit there and, you know, thank God we live in a world where people sit at the Seder with, you know, those sheets so they can put their shmurmats out and make sure that they eat the right share in the, you know, in the few seconds. And you're, not, and, you're, then, and, you're, and you're not minimizing that. You're not minimizing that. No, not at all. I'm saying thank God we live in a world like that. Right? Thank God we live in a world where we can do that. Thank God. By the way, you know, it's, it's interesting. As I always prepare for the Seder. So back in the 1600s, you know, during the blood libel issues, right. the Taz made a special, a very, very special takana that you didn't, you shouldn't drink red wine. Can you wow. imagine not drinking red wine at the Seder? And that's one of our traditions is to make sure it's red wine. But could you imagine he made this wow. thing? And, and here we live in a world where we go and we can buy a $100, $200 bottle of wine from Israel right. to have at our Seder. These are beautiful things. Uh, I do. I'm not putting it down. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. But... Like, reach out, guys. We got to reach out. All who are hungry, all who are needy. We need to reach out to these people. And the reason it says needy, right? It's not just called the It's also everybody who needs something. What do they need? They need a hug. 
Yep. Hugged yep. People today, but that's why. Oh, I'm so and, I'm so glad you said this. I apologize, but I'm so enthusiastic about this because someone said to me last Friday, "There's no one poor in my community." I said, "What? What are you talking about? Every single community, no matter how wealthy it is, has people who are needy. Trust me, there are exactly. people who will appreciate the fact that you've sent dinner to their home. Trust me, exactly. there'll be there'll be people who'll be thrilled to find out from their dry cleaner next week that you've taken care of all their prepaid dry cleaning, and there are people who will love." the fact that they found a $4 bottle of wine because you can buy a $4 bottle on their door saying, I hope this enhances your yuntif. Exactly. And by the way, let's just follow this whole thing through. The Korban Pesach is the only meal you're obligated to sit with everyone. Right. You can't eat it on your own. It's a privilege. It takes two. I love it takes two. Yep, it takes two. The Korban Pesach takes a village. It takes a family. It takes the nation. It's not just about you. Ugh. And so if you're not reaching out to these people, then you're not being Makayev. Like, that's the key here. Like, if you really want to celebrate Pesach, if you really right. want to get into it, if you really want to feel that, you know, it's Bechol Dov Rador, right? Chayav Adam, you have to, in every generation, we got to feel it. You know, you're right. It just hit me. If you don't do this, your your holiday is lacking. If you don't you're do totally this. You're totally lacking. Wow. Nachum, you're totally lacking. How do you feel that you're so, what, you, you can pretend you're so you can do all that you want. But the truth is, that it comes back to the Korban Pesach. When you're sitting at your table, and you're sitting with all those people, and last year many people had a taste of it, right, because they couldn't reach out, and they couldn't be with their families. And there were so many people who were alone. And we didn't do enough last year. I really believe we didn't yeah, do enough. I year. agree with you on that. We in the Orthodox community didn't yeah, do enough. And, and it still pains me. Yeah. And I look and I say, this year we can make it up. It takes two. Yeah. It takes two. It takes all of us. We can be mashlim. We can, we can be like you would say two Shmona Estres. You can be mashlim for last year exactly. by really by really <laughs> making this go viral. David Sable is with us. Yet another Prominent Balabas, as we put it, who has joined our committee of just spreading the word. By the way, David prepared a a video with some stars that's going to be released uh, really for the vast community. I I would say really for the international community about giving, about being kind, especially coming out of COVID and how vital and important it is based on what you just said about, you know, we just didn't do enough during the whole COVID period. I I don't know if that video is, you know, specifically for my audience, but but my, my point is, uh, and, and this is why I brought it up, because you feel, rightfully so, that this is a message that we can bring to the entire world. If Without we could, a doubt. Without go- a doubt. And so the video was done by my dear friends at Stand Up New York, Danny Zoldan, and, and the crew of incredible comics. And again, it comes back to this notion of Orla Goyim. Right. This is an opportunity for us to take the message of Pesach, to take this message of sharing, to take this important message of Kol Dechvin, of everyone who's hungry, everyone who's needy, this is our opportunity. And there is no better way than with humor to sort of get people's attention, but then right. very quickly to turn it into an ask. Right. And the ask is, as you said, it takes two. Go out, help someone, give some money, make sure that people have a meal. Make sure that you give a hug. Make sure you make a call. And you know, very, very simple. And you know, and it's important. funny. It's funny, David. <laughs> when the when the person who thought of all this, and you know who I'm talking about, just somebody who prefers to remain anonymous, 
and and again, I'm I'm saying this much too harshly because you know, <laughs> for the sake of of uh, of time, but but basically the message was, and again, this was not der- a derogatory way. Just the message was no rabbinic leaders in this, no people who are going to come off as if they're raising money for an organization. We just want regular people to be involved to convince others to do good for other people. And one of the commitments we made since we announced this a week ago, we're not asking for a penny. We're not raising money. We're not asking people to give to a specific fund or support a specific organization. If someone contacts me and says, hey, I have Moschita money I want to give to a poor family, who do you recommend? No problem. Email me. I'll tell them what to do. Or an organization that's giving out food before pace, I'll tell them what to do. But on these segments, on my airwaves, as as requested by the person whose idea this is, we are not asking for a penny. We're not asking anyone to click on a donate button or go to a website. All we are saying is do something nice for somebody else before Yuntiv next week. Exactly. And I can tell you all, all listeners, that this person who is my spiritual Rebbe in so many ways has zero... The the, the 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 total lack of ego and the total lack of anything personal in this beyond the deep passion to get people to do something good yeah. is in and of itself one of the most inspiring messages that I can share. No question about it. it, it it's something to see. I mean, we do have some really effective Jewish leaders out there, and you're and you're describing one of them. David Sable's with us. The message is very simple, folks. Uh, we, we're inviting people on who we know are passionate about helping others. And David's reputation, although I'm not going to embarrass him now, <laughs> David's reputation, he's one of those people that finds any excuse to, to help people. There are, there, there are people out there who find every excuse not to help others, and there are people who find every excuse to help others. So David and I are joining with everybody who's been enthusiastic about this effort, asking, find an excuse to help someone else before Yuntif, no matter what it is, a phone call, a gift, a, a box of chocolate for their kids to enjoy on, on Shabbos HaGadol when they're anticipating the Seder that night and nobody can eat chametz or anything else. You know, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, to, uh, you send a game over to a family so the kids can be occupied during these three long days. Whatever idea you have, Add to our list. We keep going with our go-tos because I love the pizza and dry cleaning ideas. Those are my go-to ideas. I love them. David, you probably also have some great ideas you love. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of ideas. There's no lack of ideas, folks. You're going to find every idea that you could ever imagine. Just go and do something and make it personal. It's got to be meaning not about the person. And, and you Just make it personal so that you feel like you've actually done something, like you've gone out of your way, oh. that you've really reached out, right. that you've you've made the effort. And again, as Nachum keeps saying, it does not have to be about money. It right. does not have to be. Right. It just has to be about changing somebody's life. Oh, and by the way, David, one last point, but I need you for this. You're, you're an expert. You're an expert on spreading the word. You've been doing this for the last 50 years. It, the, the I don't want to when people thank those who've done them a, a, a something you know who've done something nice for them you know preemptive as we're describing. I keep saying the, the response should not be "you're welcome" and the response should not be "pay it forward." The nerve of this pay it forward movement, David. Sometimes it takes ten years to pay it forward. Sometimes pay it forward. You know, years from now, someone will be thinking, "Oh, you know, I remember. I remember ten years ago, someone did me a similar type favor. I think I'm going to do this favor for this person." No, no, no. The response should be our pleasure 
But please, we're asking you that the real thank you is go do something nice for someone else before Yuntif in the next eight exactly. days. Don't exactly. don't dare wait to this pay it for. Where did this come from, David? That years later pay it forward? What are you talking about? Immediately, people need to jump on the Chesed bandwagon. Exactly. We re- we live in a world where we post the stupidest things. We post <laughs> we post idiocy. We post you know. I went to the restaurant. I went shopping. Just do it, Im- and we do it immediately because we need immediate gratification. That's right. So make this immediate. You don't need to post it. You don't need to tweet it. You don't need to TikTok it. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> Just do something. By the way, uh, you, you know, I discussed this yesterday on the air. I don't know if you heard it, but there's really a scientific thing called kindness endorphins. Are you aware of this? Yes, uh, of course. It's unbelievable. You literally physically feel better if you do something for somebody yes, else. without a doubt. That's insanity. God has given us such an incredible machine. Our bodies are incredible. We go ahead and do something nice for somebody, and it and enhances our life. It makes us smile and feel good. How amazing. Yeah. It's a chesed that he does for us, that if we take care of his people, we feel great for the rest of the day. Without a doubt. Uh, anyway, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Nachum, it's my honor. And again, I thank you for all those wonderful mornings that you gave me <laughs> and for all the just all the wonderful things that you do for the Jewish people. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. The and I wish you a chag kasher v'sameach. You too. And- chag kasher v'sameach to you and everyone who's listening. And it takes two guys. Go out and do it. It takes two is right. And two becomes four, and four becomes hopefully 400. Unbelievable. My thanks to David Sable. You know him as a one-time chair of uh, Y&R. Um, he is a, uh, he's an author. He's an expert in the world of advertising. But today, he is, and he was not insulted when I said it this way, He's a plain ball of bus like me who wants to tell everybody how great you'll feel when you do something nice for someone before the holiday of Pesach. <sighs> Can't thank him enough. And to the person who inspired all this, thank you. You've given me one of the best weeks of my life, and I've had some good weeks, thank God. I've had weeks where We've had tremendous simchas in my life. Baruch Hashem, Hara. And I will tell you that this is turning out to be one of the best weeks of my life. Seeing and hearing about how much chesed is being done because of this initiative. Thank you. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Ah, W. Shapiro here at J.M. in the A.M. Pesach is challenging. <laughs> That's one of the themes we've been talking about for the last two weeks. Pesach is challenging. Um, and not just financially. This year, there are going to be a lot more people at our Seder than last year. And that leads to some, and and for three days in many cases, that leads to some very interesting situations. Uh, our guest is Dr. Faye Walkenfeld, uh, psychologist and chair of the Department of Behavioral Science at Turo College. 
uh, which includes mental health counseling, ABA, and industrial organizational psychology. And Dr. Wolkenfeld will help us be aware of what we need to be aware of as we get into this holiday of Pesach. Dr. Wolkenfeld, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Three days. Now, last year we had three days, but relatively small groups, and usually only immediate family, even grandparents, aunts, and uncles, couldn't join with most last year. Now we're getting set for now we're getting set for three days, and there'll be larger groups of families uh, that'll be gathering, and maybe others as well. Uh, do we need special mental preparation for this upcoming Yom Tov? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's an interesting question because I think really uh, much of this boils down to our expectations of what we want. We have this ideal view of what Yom Tov should be looking like, right. and we we build up our expectations. But in reality, we also have to accept who we are and where we are today. Well, the first thing I really want to acknowledge is really some of what you alluded to, which is that as difficult and challenging as this year may be, we really need to put it into perspective and remember what's important. We are, Baruch Hashem, not in the same kind of turmoil we were in last year. Right. Last year we were dealing with many unknowns. And it's important to remember that as challenging as the logistics may be this year, and they are challenging, I mean, Erev, an Erev Shabbos, I mean, a Shabbos Erev Yom Tov is, 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 is a challenge. And three days of Yom Tov people find difficult. So, but it still doesn't come close to the emotional anguish that we faced last year. Um, last year we had people who were terribly ill. We weren't sure what this illness was. We were losing a lot of people. Um, we were afraid to get together. We, and, and, we, and aside from the illness, and, and not minimizing it, because obviously that's what's most important is people's health, people have been reminding me about the panic that was going on two weeks before Pesach, about what would be available and would be able to go to the store next week. Maybe next week we won't even be able to leave our homes. A hundred percent. There was a lot of panic. And that's yeah. why there were heterim that people who don't even sell comments could sell comments. Right. There was a lot going on. And, and I mean, I remember, you know, there, was, there were questions of, you know, who's going to be with the parents because can the parents, should the parents be alone or not be alone? Right. You, you don't want to make them sick. There was a lot of logistics that was happening last minute in terms of planning. Young couples who had just gotten married were making Pesach on their own. There was a lot of the unknown and uncertainty is a lot is a lot more difficult than prepare, being able to prepare for something that you know is going to be difficult. If I tell you you're going, you're going to Siberia, you know you see you know you you know you pack appropriately, but if right. I tell you you're going someplace where there's <laughs> where the weather change, fluctuates every five minutes, you don't know how to pack. So um, I think we're going into something you know that's that's a challenge but we know this we've done this before so i think we can handle it dr faye walkenfeld is with us um a chair of the department of behavioral science at turo college all right so there's a bunch of stuff that people need to know i mean as we are hosting guests and as we're you know encouraging children and younger people to help out i mean all of these are can be very delicate situations right Yes, they could. And you, and you do run into, um, I mean, starting with, I would say uh, you definitely want to be able to have your boundaries. And by boundaries, I mean you, these are limits that we set for ourselves in terms of what we're able to give to others without running on empty. Right. And so one thing you, you, what you want to be sure of is that you line up appropriate help. It's okay to say, I need help, um, you know, and getting professional help or being able to ask others to help you is important, being able to delegate is important. Um, 
also putting boundaries on yourself. I mean, it's really nice that there are all these recipes out there and everyone thinks we're going to be the perfect hostess and make the perfect meal. And then you find people don't necessarily appreciate it. I know for myself, I've, I look at everything and I think I'm going to make these great things. And ultimately, my family likes the, the basics. <laughs> and, you know, you have to know you have to know your limits because if you're going to start yelling and screaming and being stressed out, you're, you, no one's going to appreciate Yumtiv. So knowing I, 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 what you can do within the time limits that you have is important. Based on what you just said, I would add you have to know your audience. <laughs> you do have to know your audience, absolutely. Um, so, you know, and, and people get nervous. So I'm going to have all these elderly people I'm going to have and then I'm going to have my kids with their kids, and no, no one's going to be comfortable. Right. You know what? Your guests know they're not coming to a five-star hotel. They know they're not coming to soundproof rooms and and 24-hour babysitting. So they know what they're getting into. They really are coming to appreciate your company, and especially after last year. So I think people just need to be realistic about what they can provide. Speaking of realistic, you've made a point of, of mentioning that um – that when you're delegating work in the house, you have to be realistic about that. Meaning, you know, generally, thank God, most most families have have kids that are willing, maybe a little bit reluctantly sometimes, to help out and do things. But but parents also have to understand that they also have their limits, right? They do have their limits, and I think one thing is a lot of times we t- we give kids um, a directive and we say, you know, please clean the living room. Right. They don't know where to start. Right. They don't know what that means. Right? Exactly. If you break it down and you say something like. Can you clear the couch? Right. And then and then they do that, and then you say, now can you pick up the Legos from the floor? You know, you break it down, then they get the room done, and they feel like, wow, I can do this. And you, you're also creating a moment of, of, of acceptance from them, and they realize that you value them, and they realize that they can do something. They, right. they're, it, it gives them self-confidence as well. So there's a lot that happens if you do that right. Dr. Faye Walkenfeld is with us. There are a lot of pressures before Pesach, not just financial ones. I I was intrigued when I saw that uh, you have sp- a special message. Listen carefully, folks. You have a special message for grandparents that are going to be at the Seder or might be spending the entire three days with their children and grandchildren. So, yeah. Well, you know, grandparents... Um I think the issue is that that, uh, a lot of times we see things with the way the children are being raised and we're not sure that we we think we would have done it differently. We we have to be careful. Um, It's not our place to discipline um, our grandchildren. Um, And unless we're asked, we really shouldn't be giving advice. On the, and I would say even even when we're asked, be careful, right? Be, be careful how you say what you say. <laughs> so, so the the approach is don't discipline the children, just spoil them. That's a legitimate approach for a grandparent. It's a legitimate <laughs> approach, absolutely. I mean, you know, there, there, within limits, there are things you can do. Obviously, right. they're breaking the house. You need to take right. some control there. But but yeah. <laughs> Oh, we understand that. That's for sure. Um, all right, uh, what else can people do? to make Yuntif meaningful and enjoyable for a, a group of people that, as we've just described in the last few minutes, you know, are varying ages and haven't seen each other for a while? So really um, what makes Yuntif meaningful is shared time with each other, positive experiences, moments of growth and learning. And this really can't be forced, but you can, you, you can provide, you, you have some tips, you, have, you can provide some opportunities. One, prepare for the Seder so that you have something that will be appreciated by different ages. Right. You can prepare different stories at different levels. You can prepare different Torah that meet different levels. And songs, different people like you. If you know people like certain songs, you know, you can prepare those and decide you're going to sing those, and people get into that. The second thing I would say is 
do not discuss hot topics. This is not the time to try to change someone's mind. You, about- mean, you mean if half, if half the table is Democrat <laughs> and half the table is Republican, you would, yeah. re- you would recommend avoiding any discussions? <laughs> Avoid it. You're going to be with these people for three days. This is not the time to get into that, right, really. And it's not the time to argue about vaccines. So how, not- how to deal with the southern border you recommend that you should avoid. <laughs> Exactly. Um, you know, I think you have to, again, it goes back to expectations and acceptance. Rather, respect each other's views, accept everyone for who they are, appreciate that you can be together, and, you know, find something you can praise in each person, let them know they're valued. It'll go a long way in creating a positive and peaceful atmosphere. Yeah, and it'll make for a really nice yunt, please God. Absolutely. <laughs> because because peace and the harmony are important elements for a nice yunt, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really are. They really are. Is your, and, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to add one more thing, which sure. I think is important, which is that really if you're going to have, especially multi-generations, it's, it's important to try to find topics of conversation that will allow the generations to share stories and ideas. Right. And Pesach is a time for storytelling and for children to hear about where they come from. That's really what, what we try to do. And after last year's experience, we should appreciate these moments and we should nurture them. Yeah, you know, as difficult as this year will be, we have to remember and we have to convey to our children that, look, we're, we're in shul, thank God. We are mm-hmm. we we are having guests, even if they might be quote unquote only you know grandparents or relatives, but we have guests who are now able to be at our table. I mean, things are improving, and I think it's an important thing to remind people about as we go go into this big yuntif. Because when we went into it last year, things certainly were very very different. How's your department at Turo? I mean, we've spoken about uh, different departments uh, at Turo that have grown and have gotten a lot of attention over the last year. Have you seen a greater interest among undergrads to pursue, uh, you know, your, your department? Sure. So, um, you know, last time I was, I was here, it was about a month ago, we were talking about right. the counseling program and that there's definitely, we've definitely seen, um, an influx in that as people are seeing the emotional turmoil that, that everyone's going through and there've been more suicide rates, um, and suicide attempts. Right. There definitely are people who are going into counseling, and and we also have a grant with a f- the federal government that we share with social work in terms of the opioid crisis. Right. Um, a lot of people are interested in going into the field, and we're get we're Baruch I mean, I hate to say it, but yes, it, it, at least we're getting students. And there are so, a lot so of young, nice. and there are a lot of young people in our community who are really, you know, they have they have they have the uh, what it takes to to excel in this area. Yes, they do. They do. And we really work with the students, and, and, and uh, I would say I've seen such growth in students once they, from when they come in to, till they leave, the, the growth and the appreciation they have for the education they're getting. It's not just, you know, oh, I think you should do this. They, they really have evidence-based um, ideas that they're, that they're learning um, in how to deal with these things. Dr. Faye Walkenfeld chairs the Department of Behavioral Science at Turo College, includes uh, mental health counseling and many other disciplines as well. Uh, I assume information about all you do there is uh, on the website, Turo.edu, right? Yes, it is. Simple mm-hmm. as that. I want to take this opportunity and wish you a hot kosher for some Dr. Walkenfeld, I will add, in your honor, the uh, the words, have a peaceful and harmonious <laughs> Pesach holiday. <laughs> thank you, you too, and to call you strong. Take oh, man, care. thank you so much. Thursday morning broadcast, you are listening to JM in the AM. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. He made it. Ruvain Garber, brand new. Ah, I thank everybody who's hopped on the Chesed bandwagon. Do something nice for uh, somebody or a family before Yontif. When they call to thank you, tell them to do the same thing. That's how they thank you. Do the same type of thing. Anything. For another family or or single in our community. That's it. Simple as that. Go to artscroll.com, the brand new book, Living Legend, Rabbi Grossman. It's on the website. I don't know how anybody can go into Yuntif and not buy this. It'll make your Yuntif this book. It'll make your Yuntif. And having Rabbi Grossman on yesterday was amazing. Just amazing. Um, artscroll.com, artscroll.com, everything you buy at artscroll.com, always use promo code radio and use promo code radio. You get your discount and you get free shipping. Simple as that. They have brand new Haggadahs, Hassam Sofer Haggadah, Nova Minsk Haggadah, the brand new weekly Parsha for Vayikra is out to share with your children. Exploring modern halachic dilemmas with Svi Reisman is out. 
Rabbi Spiro's to light a spark. And that's just the last week. <laughs> that's what's come out in the last week. And I'm not even kidding. So, you know, go for it. Go for it. Artscroll.com. And um, make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Big shout out to our friends from A&H. 92% of Abel's and Hyman products are Koshula Pesach. You need delicious hot dogs, corned beef, pastrami, salami for Pesach. A&H, they take care of the whole thing. You can buy them anywhere. We get them at Aaron's Casino Farms. And by the way, Aaron's Casino Farms presents our Erev Pesach uh, products program with the OU this coming Tuesday, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM and the AM. How do you like that? Yeah. We're getting set for Pesach here, I can tell you that much. ShopEichlers.com has their big Tala sale on right now. You aware of this? Designer Talasim, all traditional Talasim, every size Talas, all 15% off between now and the 21st of March. ShopEichlers.com, plus thousands of other categories of every kind of Judaica you might need, both for Pesach and in general. Go to shopicelers.com. Spend some time on the website. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And don't forget they have same-day delivery. Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson, New Jersey. Same-day delivery. How do they do it? I don't know. There's some magic going on there at shopicelers.com. Pesach cookbooks they have, the brand-new Haggadahs they have. Or the Talasim, take advantage of the Talas sale, my God. Every kind of Talas imaginable, 15% off. ShopEichlers.com. Anyway, what else do I want to remind everybody about? So many things happening. You know our Chesed initiative. I, I don't think I could say it anymore. Well, I can actually, but <laughs> I could actually probably do a whole speech again right now. But it was amazing speaking to David Sable about it. He's so enthusiastic about helping people. You can tell what kind of stock someone comes from when they are enthusiastic about helping people. What nachas parents and grandparents must get when they either see or look down from above and see their children and grandchildren enthusiastically helping others. I can't imagine there's a better feeling than that. And like I said, and I've met plenty of people in both categories, there are people who think of every excuse to not help someone, and there are people who think of every excuse to help someone. It's unbelievable. There are people who think of every excuse not to visit someone in the hospital, and they're thinking there are people who think of every excuse to go to the hospital. Or as my father said to me, when I asked him, I must have been, I must have been eight years old, and I asked him how this man who sits next to me in shul has lived to the ripe age of over ninety. He was, he was over ninety years old. The man I sat next to as a kid in shul, and I said to my father, "How did you know?" Innocent eight-year-old question. How does, how did he live so long? How's he? How's he? How does he keep on going strong at 90? And my father said to me, because givers live longer than takers. May not be true in numbers, may not be true in years every time, 
but they certainly have uh, fuller days and live longer days than takers do. Something to keep in mind, especially this time of year. Teach your children to be a giver. Teach your child to be a giver. Teach your child. Bring your when you when you're when you're hanging the wine bottles on different people people's doors in your neighborhood, because you know it'll bring a smile to their face and enhance their yuntif that you've thought of them. Bring your child with you. Let them hang it on their door. Let the child run up and hang it on the person's doorknob. How's that for an idea? Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM.
למשל, שלפעמים שבני אדם שמחים ומרקדים בעניין השמחה. J.M. in the A.M. Thank you, Mordechai Ben David. <sighs> and uh, thanks to all of you for tuning in. <laughs> Full day, as you would suspect. Full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I hope all of you will be participating by listening in all day long. Um... I want to thank Avrami for sending me uh, today's schedule that I could share with you. Charlie Harari is next, and at 9.30, Michael Fragan will speak with Melissa Weiss, managing editor of Jewish Insider. Jew in the City Speaks, Mazel Tov, Allison Josephs. It's the 200th episode of Jew in the City Speaks. Allison with Rabbi Shlomo Pill, rabbi and law professor at Emory, discussing baking and eating soft matzah for Pesach. That's life. Miriam L. Wallach has a uh, great guest this morning. Dr. Hindi Mermelstein, who will speak on behalf of JOMA. Thursday Live Lunch will be conducted here in our studio. And then at the 7 p.m. tonight, the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, prepared for this week. 7 p.m., then again at 3 a.m., and again at 10 a.m., all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achim, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. If you the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday at JM in the AM. Thanks to all of our special guests. Tomorrow we're back starting at 6 a.m. with the weekly update at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time with Malcolm Honeline. No need to touch that dial. Leave our programming on all day long. You'll be glad you did, especially on a Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you. Remember the pa- Enjoy your Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.